Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. I don't have the soundboard up yet. One second. Ooh, unprofessional, unbiased king. (laughs) I'm sorry. I apologize. Also joining me through Discord it is uh, my host, my uh, my partner in crime. It is Joshua. Gangsta Time Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What's good, Chris? What up, everybody listening? Hey, hey, hey. Uh, also joining us is the disembodied voice of my producer. It is Edgelord Big News Brian. What's up, nerds? Hey. We're back. Manga Monday. Hell yeah. Uh, we got almost the whole crew back here. Uh, we're still out Black Clover because it is on hiatus. Tabata's on that vacay. So, you know, much deserved. I don't think... I, I think, like, Tabata out of, like, m- all of the mangaka, besides, I guess, Undead Unluck, he takes the least breaks. That's what it feels like. Yeah, right? Because I feel like he's never taken a break, really. So, he deserves he deserves it, I'm saying. But uh, we got four other manga to talk about, and we're uh, we're we're talking some Doctor Strange today. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, let's get into plugs. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven. That's on Instagram and at NY Chillin with an E N, not an I N G, and that's on on Twitter. Oh yeah, Brian. You can find me at b.esp on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can email, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll, which we have another winner this week. So no ties. I was actually kind of worried that uh, we'd be tied again. It's always a bummer when that happens, but we have a decisive winner. So uh, very excited to announce that. Uh, But yeah, we do uh, a poll every Sunday, usually when the official release of the manga comes out uh, on the Viz Media website. So uh, yeah, check us out on that. Cast your vote and we will reveal the winner on this week's uh, on the week's episode. Uh, You can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Send us send us some stuff. Uh, we have a lot of questions. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get to any of them today uh, because we did not prepare, but we will next week for sure uh, because we'll be down another manga as well. So we'll have some time. Uh, uh, One Piece is off next week, um, but yeah. In any case, uh, send us questions. Keep sending us questions. We'll we'll get to them. Uh, uh, email newjumpcitypod at gmail.com or you can comment under any of the videos w- you're watching whether it's the full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts we make for every series we talk about uh, and while you're at it why don't you subscribe why don't you hit that subscribe button smash that subscribe button even subscribe subscribe to us on uh, youtube give us a like give us a share uh i put in a lot of work uh, breaking up the highlights and i would like to see a return um you can also subscribe to us on itunes spotify wherever you listen to podcasts if you prefer the audio podcast medium instead uh, we're on all of those platforms uh give us a five star review the audio version of the podcast usually comes out first so if you guys want to listen to the episode before it gets on youtube that will be the best way to do it and um i think that's it for now um i guess we can get into the show proper uh we're gonna start with um we're talking about Doctor Strange for a little while, you know? Uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Uh, 
we we've all seen it uh so we're gonna give our uh brief thoughts uh we're gonna start off with some spoiler free stuff uh so you guys have time to skip it we'll let you know when to skip ahead um we'll have time codes on the video version that you could just like skip to so um you know all that stuff there'll be so we're gonna get into our spoiler free thoughts and then we're gonna get into deeper a deeper conversation about it as we uh, go along, um, I guess I'll uh, I'll start us off, and then I'll pass the baton over. Um, but um, I uh, my general thoughts about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, I thought it was okay. Uh, I was actually uh, initially I was kind of like excited about it, like I liked the concept of it. It seemed like a, a fun idea, but I don't know and something. Uh, I without getting into spoilers, I I don't think it was like executed particularly well not to say that it was like a bad marvel movie because it wasn't but it was just kind of like middle tier i would say i may ask what do you consider a bad marvel movie in your opinion not like the definition but name a movie uh i mean you know there's the obvious ones i guess thor 2 is pretty bad uh it was objectively bad i don't, I don't want to say objectively well, technically, you you know, I, I you know when I, when you really judge effectively bad or good. If but. you're gonna tier all the Marvel movies, which we should probably do one day, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's it's uh it's you you're judging them on the merits of the genre they're in. So like, it's not necessarily like on a movie scale because I actually I don't think Thor two's that bad. It's not great. It's probably it's, okay. it's probably the worst. Marvel very- of if you gotta pick one, that one's probably it. I I wasn't a massive fan of Captain Marvel, I guess. Um Captain Marvel was rather forgettable as well. Yeah. I really don't remember what happened in the movie. I remember Samuel Jackson being in it. Yeah, this was very regular. It was the most regular superhero movie I've seen. Was 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 more interesting than those mentioned movies. Could you say that again? You were like cut out for a second. Oh, I said even Ant Man and Wasp, or just Ant Man. It was more interesting than like the men- the movies mentioned, like Thor two and and um. Yeah, yeah, I would put. You know, these are heavy characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would put um Doctor Strange two in that category of Ant Man, but um, yeah, that's uh those were kind of my thoughts. Uh, spoiler free, spoiler free. Uh, we'll get more into granular detail uh, later. But Josh, what did you think? Sp- uh, just general spoiler-free thoughts. All right. Spoiler-free, I'm going to divide this into... I'm going to keep it simple with what I liked and what I didn't. I mean, um, yeah, what I liked and then what I didn't like. So I felt like this movie was... And I kind of knew this going in because of like semi-spoilers and leaks and all of that. But I knew that this movie, much like the loki um the loki episode series and even spider-man uh to a to a, a little bit lesser extent it was going to be more of a platform movie to really introduce people to the concept of the multiverse who ha- aren't hardcore comic book fans i mean it certainly has been the flavor of the past couple years in mainstream storytelling sci-fi related stuff you know like mm-hmm. the multiverse is not like it's been tapped in yeah, but you know, like for the Marvel universe itself and for its fans to accept that, yeah, these things are around there, and uh, when we pull something out of our ass and say it's from the multiverse, 
Don't catch an attitude. <laughs> I'm cool with it. Just as I, I may have made it sound like I was making fun of that shit, but I don't mind that. It's cool as long as it's executed well and it's enjoyable and interesting, right? So I'll say the movie did deliver as far as creating a platform of hype for the future, you know? I mean, that's been the MCU's bread and butter in general, like, after they did the Avengers movie, you know, like building hype towards like like the next kind of big thing, even leading up to the Avengers movie, really. So mm-hmm. I think they did that very well in this movie. Um, I think the action was was up to snuff was was just as good as the best action scenes in other Marvel movies, roughly, except for one in particular that I did not care for. <laughs> um, I'll get into that later. Uh, so, yeah, I'll leave it at that, and I'll say something that I, 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 as far as what I didn't like, I thought they was going to push more boundaries. I thought they were going to push more boundaries as far as storytelling goes, as far as character writing goes, and also as far as inclusive language and, and, and character identity and stuff, and they just did not execute at all in those three categories for me. So, um, it made the movie, in my opinion, a lot less, it just wasn't as good as it could have been. That's the best way I could put it. Still enjoyable. I would still definitely watch that shit on cable and chill and smoke and be like, oh yeah, this is on the same way I would with the first one. But for what it's worth, I kind of enjoyed the first one more than this one. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I will get into more detail later. So, Brian, you're fresh. Yeah, you just it. saw it. Spoiler-free comments, or are you going to just save all your thoughts for the spoiler time? Um, I think there was a... So, while I think this movie was a little bit... Like, it had some crazy-ass moments in it, but I also felt like it was a little bit, like, cornier than most marvel movies which i it's not a bad thing you know it's a marvel movie you just watch it just to have fun but um i really kind of felt like it was different from most marvel movies you know was there like, a lot of- felt, like the way that they come like they added music like how they made music play a part of, of how they tell the story like the score was very old school like maybe it's because it's a Sam Raimi movie, but it felt like an old uh, like superhero movie, like from the two thousands, um, which was interesting because it also combined like the new school CGI and like mind bending fucking Doctor Strange shit that you would have in, in a regular movie. So it was a good change of pace. Plus, the way that it's shot is actually really fun too. Like, hmm. there was a bunch of moments in this movie where I was like, whoa, <laughs> like I was tripping balls or some shit. Yeah. It's a fun movie. Okay. So, um, that's it, right? Yeah. All right. So, spoiler alerts. This is it. We're spoiling ahead. Uh, I will, uh, I will put a time code. I usually don't put time codes on the audio version of the podcast because it doesn't do the same thing as YouTube where you can jump to it. But for this episode, I will. Uh, before we go into spoilers, I do want to say if you do want to see like a movie that's a multiverse movie that's excellent, everything, everywhere, all at once. That's one of my favorite movies of all time now. So watch that; it's very good. Um, but it was Jonathan Hickman. <laughs> I mean, it probably could have been. Um, 
but I did not see it. Is it still in the movies? Yeah, yeah, definitely go watch it if you can. Uh, but yeah, okay. So spoiler alert ahead. Time code will be right here. So here we go. Uh, I, I, we didn't really talk about the plot too much because really, there's kind of a spoiler in the general like first fifteen minutes almost where. It's not promoted that like the Scarlet Witch is the villain of the story, really, but she definitely yeah, is. Spoilers. Yeah, we're in spoilers. We're in spoiler mode now. So yeah, this this movie has to do with someone's fucking about the universe, sending monsters after America Chavez, who is uh, a, a character who can travel through multiverse dimensions. There's no other version of herself but her because she she has the ability to travel between the multiverses fairly easy she just can't control the power um and uh we find out that the scarlet witch has been pursuing her this whole time killing other doctor strangers in the process uh and um this story is basically she's the antagonist and it's a big chase basically uh to capture america um so that she could use her ability to find a universe where her children exist and live in that universe basically uh so i guess uh i'll I'll at first could you say that again i said seemingly innocuous at first (laughs) what does that mean but we get into (laughs) what do you mean innocuous (laughs) it's not oh yeah go find your children right but it's actually they actually made a great point of why that's kind of fucking deranged yeah uh, yeah, I mean, you know, she'd have to kill an existing Wanda in that universe in order to live with that family. Uh, well, I hope that that Wanda is just like, you know what? I don't really care about my kids like that anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I'll trade places with, you know, if she gets lucky. But the movie really implies that no other Wanda in any other multiverse yeah. would agree to that, I guess. Yeah, because at the same time, it's also established that Doctor Strange loved christine in every universe so i guess that's yeah. possible <laughs> we'll touch on the multiverse aspect of the movie after, like after some more general thoughts i guess okay yeah so spoiler thoughts i thought this was okay just because i don't know it just felt I, I i feel like it didn't really do so much for dr strange's character like steven himself mm-hmm. um they kind of like kind of made him like magic tony stark where he's just like, do, he's doing these quips and being a smart ass left and right. And I'm like, all right, you're all right. <laughs> all right. We can't all be like. I, I forgot. Doctor Strange isn't really, really like that in the comics. No, not really. And sometimes he can be a smart ass sometimes and be sarcastic. But generally he's wise and he thinks and he's almost a little bit of a nerd in a sense. Yeah, Steven is fairly serious. So that felt it's yeah he is fairly serious he's not this jokey yeah and that's the problem is that like a lot of marvel characters these days are just meta you know they just do the thing where they see something weird is like "Mm, that's weird and then you know every every character kind of sounds like that now yeah especially but you know i mean like yeah that it didn't really do all that much in the way of that character i don't really i guess like his whole thing the whole arc for dr strange in this movie is like him learning to move on with his life and uh and find find meaning <laughs> elsewhere i guess i don't know he felt like a he felt like an anime protagonist to be honest in this yes it's like he he he's like showing that he's like he's like an unbelievably trustworthy person he's 
he fights for his friends no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> he um, even gets multiple power ups in the movie. Yeah. There uh at the end. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Huh? Wait, what? What did you say? No, I said that that power up at the end that he got when he took over the, the dead the dead Doctor Strange body. Oh, yeah, that's souls in him. That was so crazy. It was the pretty demons. cool. I still don't get the fucking third eye. We'll we'll get to it. Um, yeah, I'm actually kind of curious about that too, Chris. Um, because I but yeah. Well, we'll get to it. Um, okay, so, so, yeah, that that I I feel like I, I could say the same thing for America's character as well, where like she had development, but it was like really towards the end, and it was literally Steve's like, "I believe in you. You have to do this now. It's it's the end of the movie." You have so to do run, this now. Very run. Yeah. I mean, you're you're being very charitable right now. She had, she has, she was. I'm sorry, but her, the character, the character that it's literally the characters that dragged this movie down, in my opinion. Yeah, Doctor Strange, America Chavez, and Scarlet Witch. The three people primarily featured in this film failed as characters, in my opinion. I'll say that I like. I um, feel like I feel like Wanda was the best character of it. Like of all of them, I think like the the actress who played her, Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen, she did really well. Like she acted her balls off. I mean, performance wise, I think. But I thought good too. I mean, you know, you know, they all did. Like Stephen Strange was also great, but like Elizabeth Olsen had to be like the emotional crux of that movie, and she pretty much crushed it. Uh, didn't she? She definitely didn't drag the movie down with her acting at all. No, that's for sure. It wasn't the acting. really the character writing that that she was fucking terrifying in this movie. yeah i mean look i i i liked her character um you know i i liked it i but i saw where it was going it was just like you know it went through you could see the script and that's the thing you could see like you knew exactly what was going to happen at any point in time she was going to realize the error of her ways uh and all that stuff um yeah the reason that i I, I could always just feel watching this movie that this is just like um just like a keeping it going movie. You know what I mean? Like ever since Endgame, there's been just like a bunch of movies where it feels like the studio is just like, We're keeping it going. You know, even though we lost pretty much everybody who was involved <laughs> up to this point. Uh, and this is what very much like because it felt too much like a bridge, you know? It was just like this is where it's coming from. It felt like a little passionless for me. Oh, I feel you. I can. I understand what you're saying, and I I do agree with that. I, yeah, I because do, I, not like it was more like a task. Yeah, like more. What's the? There's another word. Procedural, maybe. Yes. Yeah. It felt procedural. It felt like you know we're we're going through a checklist of things we have to accomplish for the rest of what we want to do. Right. Uh, it, you Which know, I mean. It speaks to how impressive these MCU movies are in general, you know, that even if you don't like them, they're always a spectacle to watch. Like, at no point am I ever going to, like, during this review, am I going to say that it was a bad movie, which usually when you mix these ingredients together and put them in a different situation, it usually equals horrible movie. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that either. I think this is just like an okay movie. It wasn't bad at all, Um, but I... I wasn't as invested in it. Like you compare it to like No Way Home, where it felt definitely like you know there was yeah. a lot of like labor of love going into it towards the character of Spider Man in general. Uh, this felt like mm, all right, you know, it, it feels like they weren't really in it. 
but that's just me, I guess. Um, there's uh, it was going to be one of those, you know. This felt like this was going to be another No Way Home. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think people are love Doctor Strange like they do Spider Man, but bro, Doctor Strange is dope. Like they up, they up, up the ante in my opinion when Doctor Strange came out. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they went about things in such a different direction and started talking about the whole fact that there is a multi, well, the possibility of one or something like that, all the different dimensions and shit. I thought this movie was going to push the boundaries a little bit more and it, it just, it just didn't. Yeah. Um, I, I'll and, say this. Uh, I do want to like before just to close it off so you guys could have a chance to get your thoughts out of the way. There's also, they also include the Illuminati in this. Uh, for those who don't know, there's a Marvel Illuminati that was originally made out of uh, T'Challa, Professor Xavier, uh, Iron Man, Stephen Strange. Beast wasn't part of it yet. They brought him in later during the Hickman run. Uh, Namor and Black Bolt. And I don't... I think I'm... Did I get it? Yeah, it's Captain America. Yes, and then takes him out immediately. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, for all intents and purposes, we're not going to put yeah, but obviously in this movie there's uh, a different a different lineup. Uh, we still have Xavier. Reed is in it. Pretty sick. Um, but uh, the uh, Black Bolt's in it, but uh, they are replaced by uh, Captain Marvel from a different universe and <laughs> Agent Carter. Uh, and I, th- I think that's... Uh, uh, oh, and also Mordo. I think Mordo's on the council too. Um, but, yeah. He's, I, just in the... Oh, he is on the account, so yes, because he's the technically the sorcerer supreme, I guess, for that. I guess universe or something. It wasn't clear about it. Yeah, uh, but in any case, they're in it. They get smoked pretty quickly. It's it's half like I get it, and for half I'm very disappointed. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not mad at it, but I'm like, all right. Like l- like yeah, I get it. Wanda is the best. I mean. The only thing equal to her is the Phoenix Force. I think in the comics, they actually made it a point that they're like opposites almost. Yeah. Like the yin and yang. And also Agent Carter. Uh, she really put up a valiant fight against uh, <laughs> against Scarlet Witch. <laughs> she, so she threw the shield at Scarlet Witch mad times. Yeah. And Scarlet Witch didn't know what to do, to be fair. She, it took her a minute before she realized, oh, I could just throw it back at her. Uh and then slice and her in half. I don't think cut her in half, but that's what I'm in my head canon. I'm going with that, that she got sliced in half. No, yeah, that's what you're supposed to imply. They just can't show that much. They could show Black Bolt getting his head caved in by his own scream, but <laughs> yeah, <so peggy. laughs> yeah. With but, oh man, and I, I watch this. This um, this is YouTuber. Her name is uh Princess Weeks. I think. Oh, I know her. And yeah, yeah. She, they were, they were calling it the colonizer shield. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's pretty funny. back <laughs> Yeah, because she has the British shield. She doesn't. She's not Captain America. Um, but yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's those are my thoughts. I guess I thought it was like mid tier Marvel movie. I didn't really feel like like the hype behind it as it should have been. There are cool moments for sure, and I didn't dislike it. I'd watch it again, sure, but not not my favorite Marvel movie. Um, but yeah, Josh, uh, what were your significant thoughts about uh, Doctor Strange? I don't want to just ring off a bunch of negatives, but those are the things that stand out the most to me. So I just want to have a little bit of a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. 
when I look when I talk about the the characters, like the three main characters, right? We I think we broke down Doctor Strange enough because those are pretty much my thoughts. His character didn't really move much. I mean, he, I guess he learned to move on, but I don't think it seemed that super clear towards the end. You know, he's still this magical guy that will put. Uh, I don't think that was worked on that much, and even whatever, however he did grow, it was very marginal. You know, so not impressed there. Not not not. The stakes weren't too incredible for Doctor Strange as a character, in my opinion. Aside from the fact that he had to save the world, but he always does. Mm-hmm. Okay, America Chavez was really disappointing. I mean, she's an awesome character. She's not like one of my favorites, and I don't even read much stuff with her. But based on how everyone has passion for this character, I mean, she represents a lot. Obviously, she's a female and she's a lesbian, so the LGBT community is obviously behind her you know she's almost like an avatar for them in the marvel and in a good way because she's not just lesbian you know what i mean she's lesbian but she she kicks ass she thinks for herself you know what i'm saying she goes through trial and tribulation she has a pretty complex backstory that's changed like three or four times apparently Mm -hmm. i was watching that on comics explained so that's you know confusing but um this she's just a very deep character and we got this super like bland chop like this is the thing like all right i get they want to do i get that they're trying to build up towards like some type of young avengers that has been announced right that's not like a i don't know if it's been announced but i could see that i mean you know they're doing iron heart pretty soon so maybe all right miss marvel's coming out you know they're gonna i think they're kind of building towards the young avengers but i think they announced a nova as well so more than oh did yeah. Kid or regular Nova? I don't know. We'll okay. So, yeah, I, I understand them making her a child. And then I guess, like, the, the dynamic of, you know, Doctor Strange kind of being like a dad, like a pseudo father or something like that. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with it. I don't even think that was executed poorly. I think that was, like, the best parts of Doctor Strange, him dealing with, with America Chavez. But just herself. To just be this like fraction of who she is where i feel like a lot of the other characters may not do all the incredible stuff they do in the comics but they their personalities are pretty fleshed out she was just child yeah she was just there you know it's just i wish they did a little bit more with her and they could have and you know it's it's almost an insult to that community again based on what i'm hearing i mean you know i'm not really in tune with that shit but they people wanted more they they and and i respect that but anyway let's get this uh, let's get the scarlet witch um i think that in the wandavision series they put so much work into a character so much actual love and effort like how you explain like how you could feel it in other series like they they really put a lot of attention and care building her up a certain way and i thought it was to me so disappointed that she just got reduced to oh person that got corrupted by this evil entity to take advantage of her you know emotions it was corny to me i i, I didn't like that and if they were going to do that i would have liked them to build up to it a little bit more you know i i would have liked it again this is maybe like just seeing things the way i want it but I think it would have been, I would have made a lot more sense for like Doctor Strange, like the evil Doctor Strange to be the main villain and maybe Wanda like 
I don't know, man. I, 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 I think she just turned evil real quick. Like, shit turned up mad fast, mad early in the movie, too. And then it always... And then, so, for the remainder of the movie, there was just this kind of one-note character that I just wish had more depth instead of just, um, I'm evil now, and I'm going to... All right. I made a point that they there's a conversation that 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 Wanda has with with uh, Doctor Strange when they're at Com- when she pulls up to Comitage, and I didn't really like the the dialogue between them because it felt like they were strawmanning a certain type of rhetoric, like using like leftist circles or in general, um, when when talking about people's trauma and things they've gone through and how. You know, we we should hold our judgment if we don't have a full understanding. You know, these are things. Th- these are things I agree with, and that we all should have empathy towards for sure. But I mean, I don't think anyone ever uses uses um their trauma as as an excuse to destroy the multiverse. You know, like I don't. Th- I, you know, like that's kind of that's kind of wild, man. So when she comes up and and Doctor Strange is trying to explain to her, like, yo, like you're gonna really like murder a bunch, like possibly murder like other Wandas or even just one, like like you not you don't see how wild that is, and she's just like, you don't understand my trauma, so you can't judge me, so you better give me that fucking girl for I smoke y'all all, and she does, by the way. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> she just does. She does. She does. She smokes they pack and they ran to another multi. <laughs> That's pretty funny, yo. The movie was engaging. I'll tell you that. Except for when it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I didn't. I, I didn't. On a serious note, I didn't like that. I, I thought. I I felt like at at, at worst, it, it was like like a, a straw man, like them trying to like frame this argument in such a way, like putting it in it, you know. Letting someone who's clearly out of their mind and evil to say that when that's never really the case when we ask people to have empathy, you know, mm-hmm. like I do empathize. I empathize with 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 with, with the Scarlet Witch, but I don't. I, it's not okay to commit murder and and wild out like that. Yeah, yeah, oh, that bugged me, and that shit left a, a bad taste in my mouth, and that shit happened kind of early in the movie. Yeah, if I could rebut to that, I don't know. I feel like. Uh... I don't think that that's what they were aiming for. <laughs> like that may be reading a little too much into it. Um, because like she, one, she is not in her state of mind. Like she is being corrupted by an exterior force, whether for better or for worse. That's the thing. It's not necessarily that they're, they're painting Wanda as somebody who would use their trauma to hurt people. Um, because historically Wanda has been kind of like a, a, mentally up and unstable person right but that's been built up no no sure sure um but you know that's that's what they're trying to do even happen in a movie bro if you if you have disney plus one is a bug that like is a bug out (laughs) i mean you know that's that's a flaw of you know spreading it out and having multiple mediums tell this story you know what i mean like because a lot of people who don't have disney plus are going to be out out of luck, you know, not really understanding what led her to this point. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, it's I, the point that she turns 
she turns head very fast. And I understand it's the MCU. They don't have 20 and 30 years of comic book writing and shit that's happened to Wanda. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Leading up to like whatever happened in the late 90s, early 2000s, right? Mm -hmm. But damn, man, could they have given her another movie or two? Well, oh, to, to build up some some more breakdown well you know? these movies take I, forever i don't i don't think the studio I, I i really hope that the studio didn't you know the people the writers didn't do this with malicious intent but i do believe that like it was in a i don't want to say inappropriate i i yeah i don't know i misplaced I, I, I don't know I'm, i feel like uh as far as she, well, goes. she's not out to destroy the multiverse. She's just trying to get back to her kids. So she doesn't see it as destroying the multiverse. She's just somebody who's a possessed by an evil spirit, for better for worse, whatever that does to the narrative. Uh, <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, I just don't. I I didn't see it that way. It's um, I will say that like one thing that you don't want to do with your character is take away their agency. So you know giving Wanda making her possessed by this dark hole is corny. It's not good narratively. Um, you know, it takes away her. She's not a, she's not, um, a forward moving character. She's not moving on her own motivations. Uh, right. and as generally, you don't want to do that unless you could do it really well. People have been, and that's on the heels of this buildup and this entire series. And I felt like it wasn't a nice payoff. I would say that, you know, you, you can see the, the little building blocks there. You know, she lost her brother. She has no family. She lost her entire family, you know, and, you know, she continues to lose people left and right. So that would break anybody's mind. Uh, that's a decent point. I guess in each movie, she has lost somebody. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, her, her. Her husband, you know, she lost Vision, she lost Quicksilver, she lost her family, she Tony. lost her kids, Tony, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been a brutal time for Wanda, but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, all I can say to that is that I do think it's corny that they just made it the dark code <laughs> is the real bad guy. Um, yeah, that was... <laughs> and then what's up with the evil strange, right? I mean... Okay, so th there was no evil strange, I guess. Like that one guy, he was never going to be the antagonist. They just kind of like promoted him as such to throw off all the scent to Wanda. But, um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, dude, I, I didn't mean to like interrupt so long. Uh, but if you have oh, any more thoughts, I was, it was, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Those are good points, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, those are all my thoughts right now. But, um, yeah. Uh, Brian, do you have any thoughts? Brian? Um, I don't know. I really liked the movie. It was a fun watch. I liked all the... like Doctor Strange movies are always so fun to watch because they always have these really creative fight scenes and stuff and um, the visual effects are fucking bonkers. Even though sometimes it looked a little meh, but the environmental like changes they did like in these like crazy fights are always fun for me to watch. So there's that. I really like the movie. Um, I didn't take it as seriously as I usually would for, for movies, just because, you know, I just want to chill and have a fun time. I didn't mind Doctor Strange having a little bit of a, of a quippy kind of personality. 
Because it's not like he's cracking a joke every five seconds. It's yeah. like he he's he's really just you know for the most of the movie he's really well put together and he's very smart and the way he carries himself. He's not like Tony Stark, you know, who's literally cracking quips every fucking five seconds. Like he can't go two seconds without tra- telling a joke. But I like it when. You know, there's a healthy balance. I feel like Doctor Strange was a healthy balance when it comes to that stuff. Like, he'll joke when he has to, but, you know, for the most part, he knows when to be serious. He's a resourceful comedian? Yeah, like, he'll, he'll, he's more like a riffer. He'll, like, make a joke off of something, yeah. something else, you know, that happens. Yeah. Plus, when he first suits up, at the wedding, that shit was fucking fire. That was cool. When he's like, when he takes a chug of his drink, grabs the cloak, and just jumps off the building, that yeah, shit was that fucking was like sick. a so cool moment. Yeah, his su- his, his suit up moment <laughs> is cool. Ex ex girlfriend getting married, like, uh, let me just get up out of here real quick. <laughs> this is what we could have had. He's like, <laughs> he's he like, oh, he's away. a big fan of you, and he's like, oh, word. <laughs> then he proceeds to sh- fucking suit up at his fucking wedding. Um. But, all right, that's fair enough. Um, do you have any more thoughts, Brian? Uh, no, fun movie. Loved Anything it. stood out to you? How do you feel about that? Like, you know, the ending. Um, oh, Third Eye Strange is I... the Darkhold, by the way. Like, huh? he, he absorbed the Darkhold within himself. That's why he has the Third Eye. Oh, okay. I do feel like... Um... The ending was a little like the conclusion didn't really have much, much interesting. Like it didn't catch me. Like I, when the movie was ending, I was like, "Wait a second, it's over? Really? <laughs> this is how it ends?" I'm like, "Okay, well, I guess this makes sense." But it wasn't really fulfilling, is what I would say. But um, I enjoyed the movie for the most part. Yeah. And that post credit scene where, like, it was the, it was literally like, "Hey, Doctor Strange, you want to get into your next movie already?" And he's like, "All right," <laughs> and they flew. There's a theory that Doctor Strange is uh, Dormammu. Oh yeah, that he's a uh, that he's a variant. Well, that went fucking crazy and caused an implication, an incursion, an incursion, whatever. The inclusion of the oh, yeah. incursions were cool. <laughs> Brian, you don't know about the incursions because you didn't read Jonathan Hickman's Avengers, but they're actually a thing in the Marvel comics. Is uh, it? That's what the Hickman's Avengers run was about: is that universes kept colliding into each other, and uh, the Illuminati was trying to figure out how to stop it. But then they just got into just blowing up other Earths before they crashed into the other Earth. You know, just some morally gray stuff. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to get to that point though. I don't think they're just going to blow up other Earths to save Earths, save their Earth, but who knows? Um, but I guess we're good. We can move on. Uh, Doctor Strange, fun enough movie. Not Marvel's greatest, but perfectly fine. Perfectly serviceable. Yeah, watch it. Just don't keep your expectations high. Yeah. Well, obviously, you you heard this whole spoiler, so I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know if you're gonna go see it. <laughs> I mean, if you already seen it, then you know, it, you know. <laughs> those are our thoughts. But uh, yeah, 
tell us what y'all think about the movie. Anything that stood out to y'all. Yeah, definitely comment below. No. Uh, without further ado, let's move on. One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 1049. Sheesh. The world that should be. A uh, little cover page where Niji and Yanji are free now. Because uh, somebody burned down the lab somehow. So more on that in two weeks, I guess, when we see it again. Um, so we open up with the clash between Kaido and Luffy. Kaido using his big giant dragon exoskeleton form. Um, and Luffy using this giant lightning fist uh, from the heavens above. They're just clashing it out. Uh, Kaido's like, you fought hard to reach this point, but you cannot change the world. And then we just get into Kaido's backstory. Uh, <laughs> so it turns out um, Kaido was uh, from the Vodka Kingdom. Uh, and he was basically like, at 10 years old, he was basically the ultimate soldier and was just taking down whole cities by himself. Um, and uh, say it again. Regular stuff. Yeah, regular stuff. You know, it's just another day for him. Um, so he's, uh, I guess like his kingdom wanted to stop fighting the war and Kaido was like, no, we have to keep going. Otherwise, the world will take away our human rights. We have to keep <laughs> showing them who's boss. Uh, and I'm like, God damn, Kaido. <laughs> uh, and it turns out after a certain time, I guess when he was 15, uh, his country shipped him away and enlisting him into the Navy forcibly. Uh, and in exchange for uh, forcibly uh, enlisting Kaido into the Navy, uh, the Vodka Kingdom would be uh, able to attend the next reverie and would be a recognized uh, country in the eyes of the world government. Uh, so when that happened, Kaido ended up escaping. And uh, that's when he was recruited into the Rocks Pirates by Black by Whitebeard, out of all people. Um, and if you zoom in real close, it looks like Rock is, Rocks is wearing a straw hat. But I could be wrong. It's in... It kind of... If you zoom in super duper close on that one panel where he's like, Kaido, big trouble. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be something else, but it does look like he has a sh like a, like some type of hat with a long brim, a mm -hmm. rounded brim. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Right. Then we fast forward to when the Rocks Pirates are no more because obviously Oda doesn't want to get into all that yet. So... Uh, he's going to keep, uh, keep a little bit coy about that. Uh, and at that point, Kaido left, he bounced out of the rocks pirates and, uh, he ends up on the shores of Wano, it seems, um, where the, uh, Kurizumi lady with the clone clone, clone fruit approaches him, um, and is basically, you know, convincing him, I guess, go to Wano and take that shit over and use that as a base. Uh, talking about how weapons are what speaks loudest in the world that we live in, which goes with Kaido's MO, you know, of building an army using the smile fruits and gathering all mm -hmm. these weapons. And uh, we find out that Kaido's whole motivation is kind of just like dragging <laughs> these noble born people like the celestial dragons and the kings of the world down into the battlefield alongside their soldiers, uh, you know. So they can fight the wars, wars that they are forcing people to fight as well. Uh, yeah. And uh, we get a little moment where jo uh, where Kai Kaido recognizes that Yamato dropped Joy Boy's name, and um, he's uh, 
they t- they're talking about how Odin's desire to open the country is meant to welcome Joy Boy. And Kaido's actually like, hmm, if he's the same man you're waiting for, King, then I think I know who Joy Boy is. And he said, who is he? And then we cut back to the present. We see CP's, the remaining CP0 guy skywalking away. He's, he's like, I don't know what's about to happen, but I'm going to be gone. <laughs> yeah, deuces. I'm out of here. Um, he skywalks away. Um, Momonosuke is desperately trying with all his heart to produce the flame clouds. Uh, the interior of uh, Onigashima is flooding due to Jinbei and Raizo's attacks, putting out the fire entirely, it seems. Um, everybody's just trying to survive the flood, basically. Um, we see uh, Kurizumi burning in the ashes as um, Denjiro holds Hiori and, you know, telling her that she's been brave and strong all these years. And, you know, the job's done, basically. We got this. You know, we've done all we can do. Hmm? You're a big, strong girl now. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, and at that point, the flame clouds that uh, Kaido's flame clouds that are surrounding Onigashima are disappearing. And uh, Onigashima starts to fall. Um, and uh, as they're clashing, Kaido and Luffy, uh, Kaido asks Luffy, what kind of world can you create, Straw Hat? And uh, at that moment, Momonosuke mir- miraculously just bursts out his flame clouds and drags onigashima outside of the line of fire mm-hmm. uh <laughs> just in time and uh luffy as he presses down and actually makes contact with kaido finally he yells that he wants to create a world where his friends can eat as much food as they want as he fucking socks kaido in the jaw sending him flying underground like craters and as he's falling seemingly 30,000 leagues under the fucking ground. Uh, Is that what he's under the ground? In I'll tell you what. Shape? Yes, that's a dragon shaped hole. It took me a minute to really comprehend what was happening there. I thought it was I thought it was like going down in water. But there's just like a dragon shaped hole in the ground. And I think that's where Kaido came from. <laughs> he's making that indent in the ground several yeah. thousand feet under <laughs> underground and as kaido is losing consciousness he's just like king i think i know who joy boy is he's the man who shows up and beats me in the future and uh king smiles and says in that case i suppose we'll never meet him well you met him uh <laughs> And um, the chapter ends with uh, the wishes of Onigashima, the little balloons with the words, beat the scary dragon and bring back, bring the Kozuki clan back, happening right at the moment where both of those things seem to be accomplished. Onigashima safely lands outside of Wano. Momonosuke lands on the ground exhausted and Luffy is still assumingly falling from a billion (laughs) miles into the air. And that's where the chapter ends. That's where we're left uh, for two fucking weeks. Um, but uh, until then, let's get into our thoughts. Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Um, this was my RGC. Oh, hey, by the way, first of all, it's mine too. Uh, so, Brian, is this your RGC? <laughs> Brian? Ah, we'll get him back. Anyway, you get into yeah. your thoughts. Okay. Um, he he knocked he knocked Kaido the fuck out. <laughs> um, like 
when you we when you're looking at this panel by panel, I was just waiting for him to just like to just show the punch yet launched out because mm-hmm. you know all that it's it's like recoiling in, and when you confirmed it for me that he that's him going in the ground in the exact <laughs> same shape, how how hard do you have to hit something for it to hit the ground and be so clean? Yeah. That it doesn't create like this massive crater just straight through like and trying to think of something that's similar to it. But there's not, man. Oh, like making a gingerbread or something like that. You know when you put <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the presser. <laughs> he went into that he went into the ground like a like like dough, like like yeah, a cookie cutter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, cookie cutter Kaido. Yeah, oh. yeah. It was nice. It was nice, man. Um, I wasn't super interested in the um lore in the beginning. I don't. I want to hear your thoughts on it, actually, because mm-hmm. um, there was a few things I didn't know. Like I, I wasn't sure who that old lady was. I forgot that. I didn't realize that that was the uh, the shiesty lady. Yeah. Were those all your thoughts? Yeah, that's all my thoughts. Uh, Brian, are you back by any chance? He's not back. I'll get into my thoughts. Um, Okay, so, yeah, this is also my RGC. I'm holding off on using the sound in case this is Brian's and we could use uh, Unified. Uh, Or, actually, it might be a harmonic convergence because this is the uh, really good chapter of the week for the audience poll as well. So, I mean... and hey, guess what, guys? I did not make a new drop for that. So <laughs> you can't tell. You can't let Brian know that it's no. I won't. I won't. But anyway, um, okay. So at first, I was uh, my initial thoughts was like I wasn't. I was a little bummed out by it, mostly because it felt like everything was coming at us so fast. Uh, you know, it's just like here. Here's a quick flashback for Kaido, and you know, I was expecting a lot more. And this chapter really just felt like. It was speeding through, you know, a lot of things. Um, a couple things came to mind when I like really thought on it a little longer. Is just that it really just goes to the sentiment is that like Oda, I feel like is feeling the the um, the length of his own series to a degree. Not that he's like f- trying to fast forward, but he's really. I feel like he's trying to trim the fat as much as he can because he's like, all right, we're a thousand and fifty chapters in almost. <laughs> I should probably like not dwell more than I need to on certain things. So, you know, it's just uh, in delivering the important information uh, for the most part. And um, when you look at Kaido's backstory and, you know, I, I, I got, luckily for the most part, I underst- I still understand what Kaido's about and um, I understand how he's kind of like a contrast to Luffy in a way. Uh, because, you know, we see Kaido as not, in di- not different from Luffy in his... Uh, in his view on these like higher noble structures and how the celestial dragons are ruling our ruling class, despite the fact that they're fucking pathetic and they can't really fight and they can't, they don't do anything for themselves. Um, so, you know, I feel like Luffy feels a lot of the same way about celestial dragons as do the rest of the straw hats. Um, but you know, yeah, he sees it as like, you know, 
we're just going to drag them and have them fight our fight their battles with us, you know? Whereas Luffy is fighting for not even war, you know, like not even the right to continue to fight. He's fighting for rights. Yeah, he's fighting for just the regular human right to be able to eat uh and eat as much as you want uh to, you know. It's it's a very simple thing. It's the very first cause that he noticed when he came into Wando is that uh Toma Otama, I'm sorry, uh she couldn't eat. She didn't have any food. Like she had she was like drinking out of the fucking river water because like Kaido polluted everything except for that river. She couldn't find any water. She was just starving. Uh so, you know, that was the first thing and she noticed that was a thing around Wano too. And Luffy being a big eater sees that as like a regular human right that these people are denied. And Kaido's not very concerned with that. Uh, you know, he's just, no. a, he's just about taking, you know, he's not really even, he sees like the dragging down of celestial dragons, so to speak, into the warfare as equality, because now they're on the yeah. same level. Now they can die alongside us. Uh, you know, now that they're dying alongside us in their stupid wars, now we're equal where Luffy is like, well, no, I think everybody is really equal when anybody can eat whenever they want and whatever they want. You know, um, it's not necessarily about war all the time, but I thought that was like kind of an interesting contrast in how Luffy and Kaido are different. Um, Kaido was used as a vessel of, of war. You know, mm-hmm. he was a, he was in a biological weapon. He was treated as an object. Mm-hmm. So he can't help but look at other people as well as objects. Yeah. He understands things. Yeah. Um, I think that's what allows him and others to make life seem like it's expendable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was able to subjugate those people of Wano to that because, you know, he grew up in such a way. Yeah. It's a uh, survival of the fittest, you know. Um, and that's that goes down to the, the way the smile fruits operate you know you get powers if you're already innately strong and if you're not then you get shit <laughs> you get worse than shit you get to never feel genuine trauma or sadness again but it's well you feel it but it's masked under just smiling and laughing about it you can't really express yourself um it's pretty bad um i don't know it, it's very interesting to see kaido's I wouldn't, maybe he's not defeated. I guess, like, based on this chapter, it, it looks like he's defeated. Um, he, he is several miles underneath the ground. He's several miles. So, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I'm taking it right now, say he's defeated here. I feel like a lot of people are going to immediately be like, oh, if you took down a Yonko that easily. <laughs> um, I don't think that was easy. But Luffy yeah. almost died three times. Yeah, he died three times in one fight. And this is like kind of like the thing going back to uh, the battle. It'd be going back to what I was saying about like Oda kind of like cutting the fat for the most part. You can consider that Luffy's been fighting for 50 chapters at this point. Uh, because just because we didn't see it, because, you know, we were focusing on other things and the battle was expedited because you can't have a battle go on forever. Like a, uh, like a solo battle like this go on forever at this point. Uh, but Luffy's been fighting a long time, like in, in universe, uh, he's did lose three times in this one battle. Uh, it only seems like, you know, it was, uh, it was fairly easy because, you know, 
I feel like you lose a sense of time when you read week to week. You know what I mean? Like everything feels like so immediate. Yeah. Uh, but when you really look at it, uh, the battle, this battle started in what will be volume 99. It will probably end around volume 105. Uh, so yeah. Uh, but I like this chapter a lot. This was my really good chapter of the week. Um, Brian, what did you think about this chapter? Um, I give it a really good chapter of the week. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. So this is a, this is a harmonic convergence, really good chapter of the week. Uh, I did not revise it. (laughs) So it is still what it is. I'm actually trying to find it. Where did I put that shit? Uh, oh man, did I somehow take it off of here? Hmm. I think I did (laughs) because it's not good. Um, (laughs) <laughs> can you say it again it was adequate i mean it served its purpose i liked it after i heard it a couple times I was like you know what i can get behind this hold on let me try to find it on my computer because i guess like i gotta play it now but uh <laughs> yeah if you guys want to vote for the really good chapter of the week uh you can check it out on our twitter at new gym city uh we put up the poll every uh, every Sunday when the official release comes out on Viz. So, you know, uh, do that up. Uh, where, oh, here it is. All right. So I'm playing now. <laughs> we have gathered today in celebration. Rejoice, my friends, for this is the Harmonic RGC. <laughs> I did that alone in my apartment for 30 minutes. Uh, just the RGC chant. <laughs> so, uh, I felt hella insecure about it. <laughs> I don't I don't have much to say about this chapter, but I do have one thing to say, and it's that the narrator did not announce Luffy as the victor. Mm, that's a good point, Brian. Usually they, the narrator will come out as like battle in the rooftop winner luffy so hey it could not be over i did open that possibility i i only i was only speaking you know under the context what if kaido is defeated right here right now but yeah it's very possible that kaido's not necessarily down although it will probably take him 25 minutes to leave the crater that he fell under so i have i have a really really out there theory oh my god here comes theories mcgee my theory is is that there is strangely a very, very, very noticeable lack of Zoro lately. Mm. Like, very mm. noticeable. Like, people will be, they'll cut to reaction shots and shit and show where everybody is, except for Zoro and Frankie. No, they showed so, Frankie. Well, wait, wasn't Frankie holding Zoro? Yes. Yeah, yeah he's still so holding why Zoro. why is he not He's still holding. Zoro showed up? No, you can see him. It's it's a very small panel. But you can see oh. him. Right. 
Yeah, it's on the top left of page 10. You'll see Frankie saying, um, t- telling people not to get swept away. If you zoom in, he's carrying Zoro on his shoulder. Oh that! Oh wow! That he does look really fucking small. He sure is holding Zoro. He's dead. <laughs> so what well, do you think now, Brian? That, that kills my theory. Here's my <laughs> other theory: is that Mononosuke is going to be the one to finish off Kaido. I was thinking the same thing. How artistic would that be? Like I ain't no little boy. Yeah, I'm a oh, big pink. Son. I'm a big pink you, dragon. And I- Island bitch ass nigga. So, so there's two things that that uh, Oda kind of laid out for uh, Mononosuke. It's one, the gro- the glow up, the grow up, you know, the the twenty year fucking age up. That has to pay off because they're they're supposed to show like who he looks like. Oh, does he resemble Oda or does he resemble Kinemon? Well, I guess we'll find out. I would resemble Kingdomon. One. Well, that's what people think. Like, just as a sur- like subverting expectation kind of thing, where people think he'd look like Oda, uh, uh, Odin, but instead he looks more like Kingdomon. Damn. Kingdomon says, oh. real daddy. That's disrespectful at their, 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 their I, theory there. Okie. Um, so, but this is the one that I think needs to pay off. And it's. Um. It's his, it's Kinem, not Kinemon, uh, what's her name? Mononosuke's connection to the second Odin sword, the, the heaven splitter. That shit has to pay off at some point in this, in this, because they mentioned that Mononosuke would only use it when he's, when he feels like he's a warrior or some shit like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's already taken a lot of big strides in pushing himself forward. The only thing that's left for him is to actually fight. For his for his country, you know. Yeah, unfortunately, Zoro has the sword currently, and he's no. He has he has Enma, not the other one. Oh, all oh, right. Odin had two swords. So there's Enma, the King of Hell, and then there's the Heaven Splitter one. Oh, that's set to cut through the heavens or whatever. And the so, Heaven is uh, the one that Momonosuke should have. Yeah, that's the one he's designated. Okay, so. He that I think that has to pay off, and I feel like it would be really lame for Mononosuke to not at least confront Kaido, like again, like for for real, like as a stand, as a big, as a grown ass man with a five year old's mental. <laughs> yeah, he's grown ass man, gun in my hand. I don't feel no man. Hmm. I think he needs to take that Hell step yeah. if he's gonna be and. It would be perfect because there's no way in hell that the people in the festival did not notice the fucking giant island that crashed a couple miles away. <laughs> what uh, the fuck so is that? I think, <laughs> I think this is Mononosuke's chance to show the people of Wano who he is, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to show that he is a capable leader for them. And what better way to show that than to show the classic Wano spirit? The classic Wano fighting spirit to inspire them with his own actions, you know? Yeah. No, I agree with that. I think that would be pretty cool. That'd be a great way to end it. And I think that's probably how they're going to end it. I wouldn't be surprised. Because Luffy, Luffy already showed way more than enough. Yeah, Luffy's out. Like, I feel like he's he's had his, his W. 
He finally managed to fucking sock Kaido and people, get the it one up on him. What were you saying, Josh? People gonna say he didn't actually beat him, but I guess it's okay. In our minds, we know he he did enough. Yeah. To- no, he won this fight, guys. Just. Just get over it. It's not the fight that you may have wanted however you wanted it. I don't know how you how this how you couldn't have wanted it, but Luffy earned this W. He fought. But uh yeah, sorry, Brian. Uh go for it. But there is one more secret curveball theory. Whoa. <laughs> is that after Kaido recognizes Luffy as Joy Boy, he instead goes to defend Joy Boy. Oh, wow. Against the Marines. And his and his um and and Yamato leads the Dragon Pirates or whatever the fuck they're called, the Beast Pirates. Yo, if Kaido joins the crew, that'll be so lit. No way. If Kaido would be the emperor that joins the straw. No way. on the crew, ex-emperor. What if he just joins the fleet? Nah. <laughs> nah, he's going to join the crew. Nah. nah. He's, he's going to be a part nah. of the crew. Nah, that, nah. I, that I would find corny. Nah, be their pet dragon. That, that I only would. keep him in dragon form. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to end. But yeah, that's it for me. Yeah, I really like this chapter a lot, honestly. It's pretty sick. Um, I'm here for it. <laughs> I don't really have a, anything else to say. Uh, I guess we can move onward. Uh, One Piece was great this week. Uh, let us know what you guys think about this chapter. Um, So, you know, let us know in the comments. What did you think? Oh, Brian, what did you think about Kaido's backstory? I, I wanted to get your opinion on that, actually. Um... It was noticeably fast. <laughs> they went noticeably fast, but I think, again, I think them not announcing Kaido as the loser yet plays into that into a part. Like that was just like a quick little summary of his little expedite escapade. Escapade. There you go. Just like a because we the stuff they showed we kind of new already except for the you know him getting sold man i didn't know any of this <laughs> i didn't know they well we knew that he was part of rocks pirates we knew that he was a fucking strong ass motherfucker we didn't know his motivation was like you know he's from the baka kingdom bro. yeah we didn't know that we didn't know that his kingdom. yeah but who gives a fuck about the vodka kingdom literally nobody do a lot Name one reason why I should give a fuck about the Vodka Kingdom right now. <laughs> you a grown-ass man, bro. That's up to you. I'm not saying you need to give a fuck about it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no reason to. There's no reason to care. We're probably never going to go to the Vodka Kingdom. Fast forward, we go to, to the do. Vodka Kingdom. Vodka Kingdom could literally... He could have called this shit Big Dick Island, and it wouldn't have <laughs> Jesus, mattered. You would have called <laughs> Oh man, that might be the chapter <laughs> the title of this episode. <laughs> hey, I'm not writing that down in my book. <laughs> I know of Big Dick Island. <laughs> yeah, we want to be a part of the Reverie with our oh, big ass fucking dicks. Okay, that, that's literally all that Oda could have done, and we would be like, <laughs> "All right, well, make it cool. a war and drink vodka." That's integral to the plot of One Piece. Yeah. You know? Anyway, yeah. oh, sir. well, I guess with that, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, Big Dick Island is in the running for sure. I'm sorry, Josh. It is what it is. 
It's what it is. <laughs> you even deep down, you have to admit. Deep down, I have to admit that it won't go down in this notebook. <laughs> All right. I suppose we should move onward then. <laughs> My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia Chapter 352 Ultimate Moves. It's been a while for My Hero Academia. It's been three weeks uh, since we've talked about it. Um, last we left off, Todoroki was mixed in he re- in an epic battle with his brother Dobby. Uh, he revealed his ultimate technique, um, which uh, I think it was Phosphos, uh, Flashfire Phosphos. Uh, and we get a little explanation. We open up this chapter with a little explanation as to what exactly Phosphos is. And it's basically Todoroki explains that he he can you he can elevate the flash fire move using both the right side and left side of his quirk at the same time. Like by by using the fire and ice sides of himself simultaneously, he can create a cold fire of sorts. Uh I don't know how scientific how to scientifically explain that i don't know if brian probably has it brian's probably done extensive research i I would hope (laughs) on the subject of phosphos but yeah i don't i have not yeah okay so basically he makes cold fire uh you know to regulate his own temperature as well as being able to withstand dobby's super duper inferno so uh, you know it's merging fire and ice uh, and we cut back to the present where he is basically neutralizing Dobby's fire uh, Dobby is like whoa he's got himself a body that can withstand scorching heat and uh, and chill my own inferno so you know Dobby does the only thing he can possibly do and just unleashes like an ultimate like lava burst thing from a from below um the heroes and endeavors agency are just like tanking it so that shoto can continue to power up his phosphos um and um yeah as they're kind of like you know being human meat shields for him uh he reflects that you know he he thanks them for you know their service basically and he said, along this path in along this path of mine, I've reclaimed so much of myself. Uh, before I knew it, it seemed like everyone else had gotten so far ahead, but they were always waiting. They never left anyone behind. They were always there to reassure me. Um, and then uh, that's when Todoroki sh- shoots himself forward, unleashes his special move. He stops Dobby in his tracks, like, I guess like puts his hand directly in his gut and it's said, no, we're going to mangle whether you like it or not. So please just stop already. And he uses his ultimate move. Great glacial, great glacial Aegir. 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 Yeah. And uh, the chapter ends on a really, really beautifully drawn two-page spread of a big fucking ice, <laughs> like ice flash fist, basically flash fire fist. I yeah. think he punches him. Yeah, finally slowing down Dobby's uh, inferno and causing him to freeze over and fall on uh, uh, sh- uh, Toto um, Shoto's uh, shoulders, and that's where the chapter ends. Uh, so. 
I guess we could get into thoughts now. Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Um, pretty. It was a pretty. Um, it looked. It looked really fucking dope. You know, with the with the uh, like this this last hit, like even just breaking it down uh, frame by frame, it was incredibly done. Um, a lot of raw like power is exi- I don't know what he was going for specifically, but if it was to show brute raw strength via his his quirk he did it you know he he merged fire and ice into a flame an ice flame i don't i i mean i'm i'm willing to have hold a have a suspension of, of what is that you have? suspension you of disbelief huh suspension of disbelief Suspension of yeah, suspension of disbelief. So it's it's fine. I'm not gonna drill that shit, even though we could. <laughs> but um Yeah, it looked really dope. Um I don't I hope I was really hoping the fight wouldn't end in just like one chapter like this. Uh but it as I look at this I no. I don't think it's over. Cause y'all have to remember that he has like ice resistance, technically. Who? Um, what's his name? Dobby. Yeah, Dobby. I mean, his this skin, his skin helps. Um, helps him like resist the cold, but it's really weak. To, mm-hmm. Um, to fire. So it's like a you know a give and take. Mm-hmm. That's why you know him having the fire doesn't really work that well. But mm-hmm. that but this would be the one time there's actually a use against it since he'd be able to resist this. Maybe when it's not as lethal as it could have been being frozen over mm-hmm. that's what i'm i really hope it's not over with just this one attack um i want to say i told i told all, not you guys not not chris and brian but anybody listening i told you so that the side-ass characters wasn't gonna get any kind of shine except well i didn't think they you know what i guess it was impressive that they blocked dobby's attack kind of oh not, wow Congratulations, Josh. You predicted that Burnin wouldn't get like an epic fight. <laughs> Nobody thought that. Nobody thought Burnin was going to get a real fight. He didn't even get any like moments where like she, they were doing some type of teamwork action and then shit got out of hand. Then Toya, then, then Todoroki had to use a special move. It was just straight up. Nah, you got, you're not ready for this fight at all. The best you can do is sacrifice your bodies <laughs> for the Todoroki family. Yeah. Also, I want to say this. If you go all the way to the beginning of the chapter, where um, Midori, the second page, where Midori is like freaking out about his new ability, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but it's starting to get really annoying that Horikoshi puts like these little panels when they're talking about, oh, do you remember when you said such and such? Or is this what you were talking about? Like, I'm. Maybe because I'm overreacting, thinking that this is like supposed to be like a him authenticating where this new ability came from, and and it like it'll somehow make up for the lack of build up towards it that this was built up that oh hey I mentioned I was working on something and I pulled it out you know I it just annoys me because it's not adequate but it could just be to guide people so I'm not gonna. I'm going to choose to not be as aggravated by it as I could have been. But overall, really enjoyable chapter. Um, One Piece was pretty impactful 
this, I would argue, got second place. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, In a lie, the, the rating of this will retroactively drop if next week uh, this fight. <laughs> that's, that's, fair. Oh. that's fair. Um, Brian, what did you think about this chapter? I thought this was an interesting chapter. Um, I'm still of the belief that Twice's quirk is still being activated to some extent. I just don't know in what way. Um, they kind of alluded to it earlier. Um, so I wonder if that's going to pay off anytime soon. Um, I do agree. I don't think this is it for Dobby just because, you know, I feel like there's still just a little bit more to resolve. Um, I feel like it would be kind of weird for Endeavor not to be a part of this in some way. So um, I'm all for the Dobby clone uh, theory here. Yeah. Um, But I think this was an interesting little bout here, you know, showed Todoroki's growth as a person on top of his uh, growth with his own quirk. You know, he's kind of finding like a balance between like all within all the fucking chaos of his life. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like before it, it was it was always too much of one thing, too much of like hatred for his father, too much, you know, coldness. You know, it, it, he's finally finding like a little bit of inner peace, even when all this shit's going to hell. So I really like this chapter. Uh, the Josh, art was amazing too. Josh, what did you say? I said he's learned how to cope. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's developed healthy coping mechanisms and a positive outlook. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean for for what this chapter was, uh I thought it was I thought it was fine. It was serviceable. Um again, the the art is continuously the saving grace of this series right now. Um I, I feel like, you know, this is all stuff that Horikoshi wanted to do, but for whatever reason, like, it's it's going a lot faster now, um, whether it's his burnout or, you know, the reception of the series, you know, the little rumors that, like, the uh, his audience is not so stoked on the series as, like, you know, he would hope. Um, whatever it is, uh, I feel like there's definitely, like, an element of, you know, fast-forwarding it as well. Um but I guess like where this is different from uh, like One Piece is that like it's just re- it, this is such like a, a very it was supposed to be such it was like such a core of this series like the themes of like fatherhood and family and stuff and you know I believe that like all this phospho stuff is something that he really wanted to expand on and you know we we'd probably get to see developed at some point and there's certain like pages that you can tell that a manga a mangaka was waiting like his whole career to draw them you know like mm-hmm. little staples where they were like okay i can't wait to draw this panel this moment and that moment where you know the attack landed and you know their that very last panel that two page spread i know that that was like this is what he wanted to end this arc on uh, or their story on is this attack the the image of these two brothers kind of like ending up in each other's arms um in this way uh whether this battle is over i'm not sure um 
I'd be shocked if it's a Dobby clone because Dobby's clones are would have probably dissipated at this point. Uh, so I'd be shocked if Dobby is particularly a uh, a clone. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't take that up. Say that again. That that really would be crazy. I mean, the the Dobby theory just that. I mean, the fact that his clones, his clones, which was a byproduct of Toga's quirk, so it would be her quirk using creating, you know, using his quirk to create a clone of somebody else who was using that quirk. That's like a three, three levels of, 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 of separation for that, you know, yeah. like, that's kind of wild. And he's still that strong. So does that mean the regular Dobby would be way stronger? Who's going to stop him? Is Miria going to fight everyone on no. his own? No, I would say that Dobby's probably real. Uh, but maybe, you know, when, when we get to Toga's fight, we'll see more of the clone stuff happening in action. But I, I'd be so shocked if Dobby turns out to be a clone. Um, and, you know, all this tension build up for Dobby to be a, a clone, this feels like too real of a, of a fight for it to be like him to just melt. I don't know if I would, uh, I would love that. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was what it was. The art is fantastic as per usual. Uh it it is what it is <laughs> and that's all, uh, what i could say about my hero uh i am enjoying it for what it is i just wished it was uh able to i wish orokoshi was like and i guess i'm making an assumption here but i wish he felt like secure to write the story he wanted to write uh because it does feel off that Endeavor's not here with them uh i think that's the biggest downfall of this fight is that i feel like endeavor should be here uh mostly because like this was a family affair this was about this is a lot of about endeavor's development as a character as a father figure in the series um so i don't know but you know it may not be over yet we'll see we'll see how it plays out uh i don't know how much to i don't know i don't think i have anything else to say uh do you guys have uh, any more rebuttals anything Mm-mm. All right. Well, with that being said, uh, I suppose we should move onward. Jujutsu Kaisen. This is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 184, Tokyo number number two colony part four. Uh, and uh, now we're cutting away to something completely different. Um, last we left off, uh, Hakari revealed his uh, domain expansion, which was basically a pachinko game. Uh, and... You know, he was he managed to get a jackpot at a certain point and kick Charles so hard that his face caved in a little bit. <laughs> he was definitely in, in heavy heavy damage mode. But at this point we're cutting over to Panda, who is also in the Tokyo number two colony. Um and he's just sitting around. Uh, you know, his mission was to find the angel and negotiate uh with it. The angel who last we saw was actually with Megumi. So, you know, that's interesting. Um, so he's just kind of sitting there um, being inconspicuous as a giant teddy bear. <laughs> um, but then he decides to jump off and then he ends up uh, finding uh, that. I forget this character's name, but he was one of the sorcerers that was introduced with uh, a point value of over 100, I believe. Um so, 100 point man, 
Wait, wait. Uh, they say his name at some point. Kashimo. Kashimo? That's Kashimo. Mm-hmm. Kashimo. He just wanders in and finds Panda. So Panda just reverts to Panda mode. He just stands like a panda, and he's like, did you escape from the zoo? And then he calls to Kogane. He's like, Kogane, is that a player? And Kogane is like, that is a player. And Panda's <laughs> like, shit. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> oh no! Didn't I did not account for that one. Yeah, and oh, Ashimo gets busy immediately. <laughs> yeah, hesitate. Yeah, he just he you got urgency. Yeah, he punches straight through Panda, and um, there's like electricity being shocked within him, um, and it's revealed that like. Uh, Kashimo's cursed energy is a lot like electricity, so he's basically got electricity powers uh, for the most part. And uh, Panda goes into his gorilla form to fight in his stronger form. Uh, he tries to use uh, internal... He tries to like hit him with his unblockable drumming beat to go for internal damage. Uh, Kashimo doesn't really fall for that. He just does a cool staff move and rips off one of Panda's arms. Um, yeah. Pretty gross. And he just looks at him and is like, not very good. You're super average. Yikes. Sheesh. Then he throws his arm <laughs> at Panda's face and then gets a confirm off of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like his fighting game. Yeah, he, um, he hits him with a damn 12-piece. Like, and sends Panda flying backwards. And he says, actually, make that super weak. And I'm like, God damn. That's good. <laughs> oh, I think it's def- it definitely uh, earns one of these. Holy shit. Yeah, man. Kano pulled up and fucked Panda up. I was feeling like Kano. Oh, shit. Get this guy, man. I like Panda. <laughs> like, what kind of violation is this? What you, what you doing, Gigi? I'm not feeling it. I wasn't feeling this, Akutame. I was not. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know why. He, well, whatever. Let me not overreact. Yeah. Um. So, because it gets worse. In case you don't remember, Panda actually has three forms, and um, the gorilla form represents like his brother, the gorilla, uh, the gorilla cursed spirit, and he apparently has a sister as well that we haven't seen up until this point. Um, he turns into what looks like a kabuto bug you know what those kabuto bugs uh yeah what the yeah i don't know I, I, rhinoceros i guess but oh, yeah kabuto bug makes sense yeah it, we don't really get a good look at it you know it's not like a full page of it's kind of humanoid as well yeah yeah there's definitely like a human the, element yeah, to it and fingers is like a face at the bottom it's actually really trippy and this is the sister right mm-hmm so he does that, oh, and um, we get an explanation that Kashimo separates the cursed energy's charges like electricity. When striking an opponent, a positive charge is transferred, and the negative charge in Kashimo is discharged to the close to the target without losing any electricity towards the ground. The this results in lightning <laughs> that rends the air and can't miss without the need of a domain. So he's got a can't miss technique without using a domain and wow. he just slaughters panda uh 
and he's just like bursting with blood and i'm like oh my god are they about to kill panda and that's where the chapter ends as kashimo asks now where's sukuna right he asked for that earlier i don't mm-hmm. know i don't know if we mentioned yeah that, i think but... i ran over that um but yeah he he is looking for sukuna uh wow we wow we we thought that's not look for itadori yeah uh josh what did you think about this chapter man i felt some kind of way <laughs> um obviously we didn't see what this third form can do and i just really doubt that he's gonna show it out and be flashy just to sacrifice panda mm-hmm. that's not i don't think aquatomic gets down like that and we had a lot of build-up for what a panda is like some backstory behind you know what i mean there's no way it's over here mm-hmm. i don't think anyone here thinks it's over right no i i but, have an inkling that it's not over can you say that again josh no, I said, but geez, this lightning attack though, like he he literally quite literally opened Panda up. Mm. Like this was gruesome. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, it's pure energy getting shot through you. It's like a knife, hot knife through butter, literally. Worse, like a hot butt through a loose leaf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, Brian, what did you think about this chapter? Brian? All right. I guess I'll go next. I hope we didn't lose him again. Um, Yeah, this was like very close to my second play. Oh, man, it is actually tough because I'll put I'll put this as my sec as my third place. This is my fourth place. Really? This was your f- least favorite? Yeah, because oh. it I mean, it, I guess it looked cool. It looked really nice. But My Hero Academia looked better, and um, I thought Undead Unlock was had a lot more depth to it. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I thought this was like really cool. <laughs> I mean, I I hate how they did Panda, but <laughs> but this Kashimo was like built up to be like a fucking threat and a half, you know? Yeah, you him earlier, right? In the uh... Who did he beat up, though? He beat somebody up, didn't he? He didn't beat up a named character, but, you know, they said that he was one of the people who has a hundred over 100 points already. So it was him and Higuruma. Uh, so he was built up as one of the stronger people in, in in this place. He's also an ancient sorcerer. So this, oh. this should be pretty interesting as to he, the way he's looking for Sukuna. Um, I, I'm very interested about that. Um, but yeah, this was crazy. And it's such a weird shift because I thought we were going to get more of Hikari, but I guess not. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not, not okay with it, but, um, I want to see how that ended up. Maybe we'll cut back. If I, if I may rebut, if I may have a rebuttal, um, I, 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 I'm, I'm actually happy that they cut from that because either one of two things, either that fight's not over and there's going to be a lot more to it and we're going to get to learn more about Hikari or, it was really just kind of like a interlude between that epic, um, you know, mini arc of Okotsu and I guess what's about to happen now, moving the plot forward, like uh, in, with this Panda Kashimo situation. Mm-hmm. It seems we're about to learn a little bit about why he wants to, you know, probably in the next chapter, why he wants to seek out Sukuna and we're probably learning something about back then. It'll move the plot forward in some kind of way. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like a kind of. Like, oh, let me just show Hikari a little bit of Hikari real quick. Let me show him just smoke this this one dude right quick. That's why the manga dude didn't get that much development, in my opinion, and why he just was kind of like, 
very. I said this word already, but uh, one note, you know, like he he didn't have that 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 much attention to him like the other side characters did that gained new abilities. I mean, he, they could he, he Gigi could give him more attention in another chapter if they if they double back to that situation. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, and Hikari just moves on and he beats the kid, I wouldn't be upset over it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Brian, are you back? Do you uh, have any thoughts on this week's chapter? Damn, what happened to Brian? All right, hopefully he returns, and then uh, we'll get into it. We'll, I guess, we'll cut into Undead Unluck and let Brian talk about what he thought about this chapter. But uh, until then, I, I guess we should move on. This was a this was a really good chapter, or interesting chapter to me at the very least. Uh, I had a good time reading it. But, yeah, I enjoy- but yeah, let's move onward undead unluck this is undead unluck chapter 110 the god of death uh wow uh okay so last we left off um andy oh not andy lotla made the ultimate sacrifice for rip so that he could defeat andy and secure his place on the ark which is the round table that is in the possession of the union. Um, and to do that, he had to snipe Andy between the eyes, killing Latla in the process. Um, meanwhile, inside of Andy's consciousness, he's just watching what just happened. Like, damn, that's sad. And, uh, guess who shows up, but Victor, it's been a long time since we've seen Victor. Um, and he's like, he says, are you, you plan on letting them win? And he says, what do you want, Victor? Oh. Victor. And um, he says, if you swap on me now, then you can most likely deactivate unrepaired due to my my not being the original target, which is, you could cheat if you put me in, coach. <laughs> you can make me heal all the wounds he gave you as unrepair. But um, he ba- in so many words, he's basically like, is your vision of justice great enough for the task? You know, uh, he explains that like for these two, his, what? huh? No, as the end, his response was, was like, like, "My what? Huh? <laughs> what? What is you talking about right now?" He says, "Whenever people make need to make major decisions, they always follow their pa- their vision of justice. That uh, vision of what their." vision of justice shows them uh and he says for those two it's simple all they want is to save a lone woman by their own hands therein lives their unwa- an unwavering vision of justice um and uh, andy is like i'm the same as them i want to see the person i love smiling and laughing um so he's like if but i can't do that because if i kill them then fuko won't be happy so you know i can't just kill these guys um, and then that's when, uh, Victor comes up with the ultimate solution is to let Fuko ride through the loop. Um, and, uh, he's basically saying that go back in time, use the arc, go back in time using, uh, undead and luck and leave everyone behind and start a new loop and rebuild the union. Uh, and Andy's like, you're telling me to give up on this loop? And he's like, yeah, we lost. Yes. <laughs> yes, we lost here. There's no way, dude. 
and um he's he says are you too prepared to carry the entire the fate of the entire world on your shoulders and he says yes <laughs> and so he says in that case i'll lend you my power um and we cut to the outside world where um rip is holding up latla and he's like we did it we beat undead i'll i'll ride the ark and pick you up and uh she says uh yeah next time we meet i want to see you without any of these dangerous things on your body and i guess she dies there uh (laughs) as andy is pulled up right behind him like you didn't win you didn't Mm -mm. i'm about to moment with her though yeah you can enjoy this moment and so he goes off to attack Andy, but Andy immediately breaks off the robot arms he had, uh, breaks off his robot leg, and uh, he he disassembles him like a bionicle. <laughs> yeah, and then he just launches his uh, de- dead road. I guess killing Rip. I don't know. Lotless, it's over. Oh, Lotless. <laughs> <laughs> she's with this, no. Yo, she just saw that happen, and she's like, "Don't get folded." No, <laughs> I thought it was over for her. She's yeah. crying. Yeah, but this is rough. Yeah, it's it's brutal. Um, oh, I didn't know it was that bad? <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. Wow. wow. Lots Lee of got shot through the earth. I mean, he might not be dead, but he might not be dead. But man, how brutal. It's a- Point blank, and he lost all his robot android stuff. Yeah. His side limbs. Yeah. Uh, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Josh, what did you think about this chapter? I think it's really sad that Rip has to be a paraplegic. (laughs) That's what I think. I mean, he doesn't have to be for very long. They're about to go back in time and reset everything. How far back are they going to go? I guess to back. the beginning of time? No, to the point before the Union was built, it seems. Because, like, Victor's at telling them to reform the Union. Right, but... It's... Alright. All life is going to reset everything. Mm-hmm. But... He's obviously going to wake up when he becomes... No, how does it fucking work? Like, when you... If you ride the Ark, do you... Awaken at the beginning of time, or was it? Oh, when it's your time to get born, you're just you know, like he he's a baby, and he's like, I understand. And, but, <laughs> no, I don't think that. I think it's kind of. I mean, we've never seen the arc in action, so I wouldn't know. I would think right? it's just literally conjecture right now. Yeah, we're going heavy conjecture. Um, Let's uh, go. Yeah, but I don't know. I I don't think it. That's not really what I want to talk about right now. I think there's more pressing things. Um But yeah, were those uh what were your what were your thoughts overall? Um oh overall I mean I'm not gonna say it was a cop out. I, I, I figured that we already knew Victor was stronger than him. I think he won a fight against him, but there was those are extra circumstances, right? That was a long time ago. It was in the past. Did he fight Victor? Yeah, he fought himself and kind of won the battle of like who's going to control his mind or something like that. It's while they was in oh, the past. Oh, I thought you meant Rip. Nah. So, no, my bad. I probably said him, but I meant Undead. Like Andy and Victor. 
Yeah. I I don't know. I don't have, I don't have too many thoughts other than uh, it's really sad that Lila had to watch him fail after she thought she sacrificed herself to win. Yeah. Because, well, damn, for all of that, she could have still been breathing. Yeah. Without a hole in her chest. I mean, bro, this chapter was so... This was my second place. Um, this is my third place. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it's just so crazy how it, how tragic it turned out to be. Um, it gave me, like, you know, it, I was like, wow, this is very Attack on Titan-esque where you just can't win. You know, like, it's you're just going to have to do something brutal in order for the greater good. Um, and it gives this series a new sense of direction. I don't know how long this actually progresses, like, prolongs the series. Um, because we've been theorizing that it's going to end pretty soon. But maybe not. Maybe we're wrong this whole time. Uh, as we're going to basically start over anew. But, mm-hmm. yeah, this is just, like, such an interesting way to go with it. Uh, the whole redo, <laughs> just to do it all over again. It, I mean, I don't know if it'll keep extending past that. That might just be the conclusion, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, I guess what happens next depends on execution, but I think this is one of the better chapters of Ended Unluck in just the tragedy of it all. You know what I mean? Like, there's a real... He he gave a good argument as, as to why, like, they did break it down in the beginning, why he didn't want to kill them and just deal with it. Because he knows that that would really hurt Foucault. I mean, he cares about them too. It's not about him not caring, but he's willing to make a sacrifice and, and put his feelings aside. But Foucault is just not trying to hear that shit. She'll fix. She'll say, "We got to figure this out any way we can." And he probably could have, with her unluck abilities, to make it out of it somehow. But she ain't around, mm-hmm. so he's got all decisions. It was mad raw. Yeah, and and he took him out. He said, "I ain't fucking playing." Yeah, and he, you know, it's from the, from the perspective of Rip, it's really sad because like they're building up, they're building up like we did it, we get to save the one person that we love so much, and then Andy's like, nah, <laughs> no, you don't, not not right now, at least. <laughs> uh, but yeah, super interesting. Um, I guess they're gonna like this is implying that like. Andy and Victor's mer- powers are merging at this point. Like Victor is giving him some of uh, his power, so Andy's going to be much stronger going into the battle against uh, Seal and uh, and Ruin. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, this was a great chapter. Just so sad, so tragic in in a lot of ways, but also gives the series a sense of direction that uh, I think it kind of needed. Um, but I think that's all I got to say about, uh, Undead Unluck this week. Um, any rebuttals at all? No. All right. Well said. Well, that was Undead Unluck and that has been our show. Brian, are you back by any chance? No, he's not back. I don't know what happened to Brian, but, um, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, you can find me at the Chris Aspinall on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37. Brian at B.ESP on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Follow Brian at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. And Josh is on Twitter as well at NY Chillin. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll. And um, 
Email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com on any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. That would be pretty fire. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Give us a like. Give us a share. Uh, if you prefer audio podcasts, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you listen to podcasts. So check us out on that. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we will see you guys next week, New Jump Citizens. Peace out, guys. Thanks for listening.